It's on. Yes, sir. All right, here we go. We're in episode 83 of the old Covert Show. JC Rock and Solo, we're sipping a Bud Light on uh, this Friday night, the first day of March. As uh, we're going to kick this one off with uh, exactly what you'd expect here on the uh, Covert Show. We've got to get that uh, weather forecast pulled up here as. Uh, Finally, something on the uh, positive side of the weather forecast to talk about. We are again here in episode number 83, closing in on the mid-80s already. And as we look at that weather forecast out to the west, a lot of action going on out there, including uh, red flag warnings. That includes parts of Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, as well as New Mexico, Colorado, the uh, eastern parts and southeastern parts of Wyoming. Elsewhere, we look at Colorado, winter storm watches and winter storm warnings for uh, western parts of Colorado. Make that a winter weather advisory uh, winter storm warning for the Aspen area as uh, expecting around a uh, yeah, pretty good chunk of snow out there. 8 to 14 inches Saturday night into Sunday. So uh, certainly going to get their snow fix out there. As uh, we look at parts of Utah, a high wind warning, a red flag warning, and a winter storm warning again uh, out towards Meeker which is uh, still Colorado, uh, new snow accumulation of 6 to 12 inches of snow, windy as well, and uh, parts of Nevada. A whole lot going on in Nevada, in fact, as a blizzard warning for parts of Nevada. Uh, also high wind warning as well as a winter storm warning and a winter weather advisory and uh, looking at it as well parts of uh, uh, Nevada and uh, Utah avalanche warnings as well and as we move over to California the uh, possibility of thunderstorms does exist there as uh, blizzard warnings for parts of eastern uh, California. A winter storm warning otherwise for California. As for the great state of Iowa, nothing but some good weather at last here in northwest Iowa. For your Saturday, 66, 68 by Sunday. It'll be breezy both days because, you know, can't ever be perfect. But, you know, you work with what you get. Uh, early next week, temperatures to the uh, 50s and sliding back down to the 40s by the latter part of next week. Other areas to talk about, Washington and Montana have a winter weather advisories as uh, parts of North Dakota have a winter storm watch. Uh, as we're recording this on a Friday, East Coast, not a whole lot to talk about, although parts of uh, Alabama currently looking at a flood warning so there you go that's a look at the weather forecast again not sponsored but we wish it was as a part of the opening segment and now we jump right into the thick of things with the nhl kicking things off as trade talks continue to wind games going on today 
It is the end of the second. Senators and Coyotes, who have been bad at best, they're 0-12-2 over their last 14, are tied at 3. Caps and Flyers, 3-2 there. The Caps lead at the end of 2. And the late game tonight, Devils puck drop at 9 o'clock. They take on the Ducks, trying to avenge an earlier loss. Looking at some of the games yesterday, Golden Knights just about pulled one out of the fire in Boston. They found themselves down 3 nothing. Got back to a 4-4 tie before a power play goal in the last five minutes as uh, the Golden Knights outshoot the Bruins but fall short elsewhere. It was the Hurricanes over the Blue Jackets 4-2. Islanders beat the Red Wings 5-3 as uh, Panthers get out of their game against the Canadians with a shootout victory 4-3. Lightning lose to the Sabres in overtime 3-2. Uh, Maple Leafs get it done against uh, the Coyotes in a 4-2 victory there. Scores elsewhere. Stars over the Jets 4-1. Preds over the Wild 6-1. Blackhawks get shut out by the Avalanche 5-zip. Kings thump the Canucks 5-1. Kraken beat the Penguins 2-0. And Ducks get the better of the Sharks in the battle of bad California teams. That final 6-4 as uh, the Ducks saw themselves down one to nothing, and that would be it. They wouldn't see themselves down any more than that. We do go back to Tuesday, a couple games there, uh, as the Rangers beat the Blue Jackets 4-1, and the Oilers get it done against the Blues, a team that was up two zip in the game. Uh, that was in the first, uh, the... Oilers would come back. Hyman would get uh, two goals in the game. McDavid would get the overtime winner. Not a lot of surprise there. Eckholm and Nugent Hopkins, the uh, scorers there. Talked about the games today, but a a good slate of games, if I can get back to it for Saturday. It's the Jets and Hurricanes starting at 11.30. Then Panthers, Red Wings, Oilers, Kraken, uh, Avalanche, Preds, Wild Blues, Golden Knights, Sabres, Rangers, Maple Leafs, Canadiens take on the Lightning, Senators, Flyers, Bruins, Islanders, Blue Jackets, Blackhawks, Sharks, Stars, and Penguins, Flames. The Devils don't play again until Sunday uh, when they are at the LA Kings. They need a big, big run here down the stretch. Uh, We'll talk about the standings coming up, but you look at the all-New Jersey Devils, what's coming down the road here as we talked about the Ducks tonight. Uh, That game probably will conclude by the time this podcast is out or pretty darn close to it. Schedule coming up Sunday at the Kings, Tuesday hosting the Panthers, Thursday hosting the Blues, and Saturday Hosting the Hurricanes, you got to start winning some against these really good teams if you're going to make a run at it. Uh, Then you have Rangers, Stars, Coyotes, and Golden Knights. So if you can't win hardly any uh, in that first group, it doesn't get any easier from there. And uh, Devils at a point in their season where every game feels like a playoff game. Their last time out absolutely shit-rocked the uh, San Jose Sharks. Got down one to nothing because it's what the Devils do. Three in the second and four in the third period. Goal scorers 
there were seven different goal scorers in the game. you got to be impressed by that just on principle. Heeshear, Hughes, Brett, Ball, Mercer, Miller, and Smith all score goals. Three assists on the game for Nico Heeshear, two for Hughes, two for Meyer, one for Brett. Uh, also one for Johnny Marino, one for Andre Palat, Jonas Siegenthaler got one, and Chris Tierney got one as well. Nico Dawes, the big dog in the net, gets the win. 31 shots, 29 of which got saved for a 9.35 save percentage. And uh, looking at the standings, a lot of congestion everywhere. We're getting to that part of the season where you can really start talking about the playoffs. Who's in? Who's out? It's going to be a fun run down the stretch for several spots, including in the Atlantic, Knicks, Panthers, and the Boston Bruins. Both going to be vying for a division title, and they could possibly make a run. Uh, one of those teams could be your top point scorer, too. The Canucks and the Rangers are down there. Uh, just a point back. But that division, if you look at the Atlantic, very well could be uh, the top point getter, if you will. Interesting thing when you look at the records, Panthers have won five more games than the Bruins. However, the Bruins have 14 overtime losses. Not exactly lighting it up there in that category as um, that helps their point total considerably. Uh, with those 14 points, that route, Toronto, the third-place team at 76. Red Wings, 72, and Tampa, 70. The other three in the division, Sabres, Sabres Canadiens, and Senators likely not playoff teams. Then we get to the hyper-congested Metropolitan Division. Uh, the Rangers, 83, lead the way. Canadian, or, uh, Carolina Hurricanes, I should say, at 78. Philadelphia 69, Devils 64, Islanders 64, Washington 63, Penguins 62, and Blue Jackets, the lowly team at 48. You look at those teams, really the Devils and Islanders are the only ones I'm going to give credit to having a legitimate chance to catch the Flyers. Uh, you look at that wild card spot, the, you have a better chance of catching the division, unfortunately, right now for the Devils. Uh, then you do the actual wild card. You look at the West. I've been saying it for a long time on this show. The West has much more compelling matchups. Uh, we'll get to that. But the three-team race for the Central continues to be the same. Dallas at 81 points. Winnipeg 79. Colorado 79. And Nashville 70. Blues have fallen off. Minnesota's fallen off. The Coyotes have nosed, uh, taken a nosedive. And the Blackhawks haven't been good all year. You look at that. I've been saying Winnipeg, to me, seems like the team that could get the job done in the division. They've got a four-game gap, uh, four games in hand against the Stars, only three points back, and uh, three make that, yeah, three games against Colorado, to which they have a gap back to them uh, as well. Uh, and that one's 79 points. And then you go to the Pacific, it's interesting because of the wild card implications. We'll talk about that coming up. Pacific Division of the Canucks. Nobody believes in them, but they keep doing their thing. 83 points. Vegas at 72. Edmonton, by the time we get to next week's recording, I'm going to say it. Edmonton's probably going to pass up Vegas for second in the Pacific Division. 73 to 72. Edmonton, three games in hand against the Knights. The Kings, 
I don't know that they'll get him past, but the Kings I could see being within spitting distance of Vegas. They're only three points back now, but that game Sunday against the Devils is a big one for the Kings because it's one of those games that back and forth the first time, the Devils need it, the Kings want it, it's in L.A. It's going to be a tough place for the Devils to go to. Kings could be within spitting distance of Vegas. And when we get to the wild card discussion, that's is where the interesting part is because Vegas had that great run at the beginning of the year. Mark Stone's out for the regular season, maybe gone for the postseason, kind of listed already as questionable, which you hate to see if you're the Golden Knights uh, as they uh, try to defend the title. Others in the division, Flames, Kraken, Ducks, and Sharks, who are all not that good. And uh, the West Coast teams certainly have the worst two teams with the Sharks and the Blackhawks to look at there. So what does it mean for the wildcard race? Well, in the East, not a lot has changed, to be honest with you. Uh, Florida's technically ahead of Boston because they played one last game and have 84 points. Uh, Bruins-Maple Leafs would be a first-round matchup. Not uh, uh, Here's the thing for Toronto. You don't want Boston, and you don't want Florida, but no one else in your division is going to catch up with you. Toronto's going to have a tough draw either way there. Uh, Hurricanes and Flyers, and then it will be Tampa taking on the Rangers, Detroit, and uh, rather Detroit and the Rangers, Tampa and uh, Florida. Uh, if the season ended today, Devils, like I said, five points out of the division, six points out of the wild card. They have three games in hand, but when you're playing shaky at best, I mean, you're not good at home. You're about you're sub 500 at home. Uh, you're a little bit six games over 500 on the road. You got to start winning at home. And if you don't win at home, I mean, that's going to be tough sledding. Right behind them are the Islanders and uh, the Capitals, which a team that has a minus 33 goal differential. I don't understand how the hell that team's hanging around. They've figured it out, though. They're only a point back of the other two, but they're seven points back, and I don't even think Pittsburgh will have a prayer. Uh, They're seven points back of the Flyers and uh, Sabres, Montreal, and the Senators. So we go out to the West, which I've been saying for a while here has been interesting and much more interesting and continues to be. Dallas is the top seed, so it's still Winnipeg, Colorado. Uh, Vancouver still the top seed. As of now, Vegas is above Edmonton. Like I said, I have to believe those two will swap in the next week by the time we get to to the next podcast here for the covert show and then uh, kings and preds uh for the wild card and then there's a gap the blues were there but they've been playing like crap uh calgary has been on a winning streak they're still seven points back uh so what this means for the old wild card race or for the playoff race i should say winnipeg colorado vegas edmonton uh, then it would be the Kings taking on the Stars, and the Preds would get the Canucks. So a couple of really fascinating matchups in there. But one, there's really a couple of races. You talk about the West Central, two make a three teams for the top spot, all within two points. And now you have a Pacific slash wild card going here. 
because not only is it Vegas, Edmonton, and Kings like it was last show, Preds are on a seven-game winning streak. They're all of a sudden in that wild card race. Vegas is only three points ahead of the last wild card team now. Edmonton's right there. The Kings are right there. Like I said, there's going to be one really good Pacific team, or maybe not really good depending on what happens here. But you would think one really good Pacific team that's probably going to be the top wild card team that's going to be an annoyance of Dallas might draw Vegas in the first round, for example. And, you know, Dallas hasn't uh, historically done well against Vegas, but that's going to be a race to watch out for. And you look at the East, there's not really one outside of the thing we've been hyping all year. Boston, Florida, who's going to win the Atlantic? Uh, the other uh, other race, uh, not really one there. I mean, the wild card's a six-point difference at this point. But, yeah, you look at the Central, you look at the Pacific. Hell, you look at the wild card in the West. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be spicy. Let's just put it that way. Uh, as we get ready for them, uh, we look at the conference standings: Eastern, Florida one, Devils nine, up sixteen, and Vegas top five in the West. You look at the league: Florida number one, Vegas Golden Knights as of this recording number ten, the Devils number seventeen. So hey, we're inside the top twenty. I guess is. Uh, could fall as far as 23, depending on how the uh, points go. Devils need tonight against the Ducks to go well. So we'll see how that goes. Now we move it to college baseball. We'll also talk some uh, MLB as well. But we'll start with college baseball as uh, some of uh, the scores for tonight on Friday. Bottom nine, UCF leads uh, is tied with South Florida at two. Rain delay, Georgia leads Georgia Tech 9-3. Bottom six, it's Alabama 16th ranked, 10-0 over number 20, Indiana. Again, bottom six there. Top seven, number four, Florida leads number two, or uh, Miami, non-ranked Miami, 6-2. Number 18, Texas Tech leads Gardner-Webb in the fifth, 6-2. Iowa leads Ole Miss top five, 2-1. And number seven, Texas A&M leads Arizona State's uh, 3-0 in the top of the second. Baylor and Oral Roberts uh, doing battle. Uh, that game, 2-2, top of the sixth inning. Uh, There's some recap from Thursday night baseball on the college level. Uh, a couple of beatdowns to start with. Oregon State, number six, beat North Dakota State 19-7 to in seven innings. Mississippi State beat Mount St. Mary's 12-2. to Nebraska got it done in extra innings against Charleston 6-5. to uh, Cincinnati beat Oakland 9-6. to BYU beat Gonzaga 3-2. Some of the Saturday slate of games, including some bright and early ones, 8 a.m. at the first pitch invitational. It's Michigan State, Western Michigan. 10 a.m. Purdue, Southeast Louisiana. Then you get to the middle of the day games. 11 o'clock, number nine, Vanderbilt takes on Houston. Number 14, NC State takes on Towson. Number 17, North Carolina takes on Princeton. Northern Illinois and Cincinnati tangled. Texas Southern and Kansas. All your 11 o'clock games, and as you uh, move through the day, just highlighting some noon, Virginia, number 13, UMass battle. 
number 20, Indiana, gets number 25, Dallas Baptist. Number 22, uh, Coastal Carolina, gets Liberty. Number 23, Auburn, gets UConn. Iowa gets Ole Miss again. Number four, Florida gets Miami again. Number seven, uh, Texas A&M gets USC. Number two, Arkansas gets Murray State. Number 12, Duke gets Akron. Number 18, Texas Tech gets Gardner-Webb. And looking towards some of your later afternoon games. Number 11, East Carolina gets Cal State Fullerton. Number six, Oregon State gets North Dakota State. Number 10, Clemson gets number 19, South Carolina. Number 15, Texas gets Texas State. And uh, other action in the evening. Number 3, LSU gets the Rage and Cajuns of Louisiana. Nebraska gets Charleston. Uh, Number 5, TCU gets Arizona State. And the late game, 8 o'clock, Minnesota and Sacramento State well, battle. College softball going on today. We'll run through some scores there. UAB leads Ole Miss 5-4 in the sixth. Ole Miss currently 12-3. Just getting started at the Crimson Classic. Top one, number 21, Arizona. Easy for me to say. 16-1. and Alabama, number 11, 17-0. That one just getting underway. 6-1, bottom one, number 23, Mississippi State working on Troy. Bottom four, number 15, Florida leading DePaul, 10-zip. Purple and Gold Challenge has undefeated 14-0, number five, LSU leading San Diego State, 4-1. Finals from today. Couple of lopsided ones off the jump. Tarleton State loses to number two Texas, seventeen to nothing in five innings. An extra inning upset. Weber State beats number eighteen Texas A&M five four. Number twenty two South Carolina beats UCF four two. Number sixteen Arkansas beats number not ranked. I should say Florida Atlantic six to two. Number one uh, Oklahoma. Leads Liberty 8-0, or beats Liberty 8-0 in five innings. They also beat Miami of Ohio at the OU tournament. Uh, That won a 9-7 final. Number three, Georgia gets a nice win against number 12-24, California 4-2. Georgia also beats Boise State 4-1 at the Stanford Invitational. And looking at other scores, number 19, UCLA pile drives, Michigan, 10 zip in six. South Carolina, number 22, beats Kennesaw State, four to two. One to nothing in a good battle between number 15, Florida. Number 19, UCLA, a one to nothing final there. Illinois beats Louisiana Tech, two to one. And uh, looking down through some more scores. It was Colorado State beating Iowa State 6-2. Glancing through some other scores, Colorado State ended up beating Iowa State as well today, 5-4. And several games getting moved around or canceled throughout the day as well. So that sets us up with Major League Baseball. We'll talk about the Blue Jays' Danny Burgers. Goes yarding against Garrett Cole. It's one of those where it really doesn't matter, but it's the Yankees, so I'll be honest with you. You absolutely love to see it. Uh, that runs, <laughs> that helps run 
Garrett Cole out of the uh, early part of the game. He gave up three, so he didn't see his way out of the third inning. Uh, Blue Jays down eight to four in the game overall, but uh, Blue Jay batters so far. Espinal one for three. Uh, Davis Schneider's having a pretty good go of it today. A couple of hits and RBI in there as well. Two of three. Vogelbach goes one of two. Hits the long ball. Knocks in two. Uh, Lucas one for three. Clement two for three. So some pretty good action. So far, Blue Jays in spring training. Two and four. Yankees three and two as, uh, spring training so you know it's one of those deals where at the end of the day records don't matter but boy i tell you what watching danny burgers drop bombs against garrett cole in the the spring training i'm not gonna lie to you it's pretty great uh blue jays spring training games coming up going into next week they got the Braves tomorrow, then they're uh, at the Red Sox Sunday. Monday, they're hosting the Phillies. Tuesday, back on the road against the Pirates. Wednesday, they're off. Thursday, they're taking on Detroit, hosting the Yankees next Friday, next Saturday at the Phillies, and at Baltimore on Sunday. Actually, split squad game as uh, one part of the Blue Jays will be hosting Baltimore and the other will be uh, on the road. And I say on the road as, uh, you know, across Florida instead of in Dunedin as uh, that's where the Blue Jays host their game. So that's a quick look at that uh, Blue Jays uh, game there. Uh, Update you on some scoreboard uh, watching from this the early early part of spring training here. Bottom four Dodgers lead the Guardians one zip bottom three Diamondbacks lead the Reds three two. That may change Luke Maley is at the dish with first and second. So we'll keep an eye on that one there. Final scores, 10-8. Astros over the Nationals. Mets fall to the Cardinals, 3-2. Pirates beat the Rays, 12-8. Twins over the Red Sox, 5-3. Tigers over the Phillies, 4-3. Or 4-2, I should say. Brewers over the Padres, 4-3. Rockies beat the Mariners, 10-9. Angels beat the Padres 5-3. Cubs smack the White Sox 10-6. Orioles beat the Braves 3-1. A tie, which I still don't know how to feel about that. I get it's spring training, but meh. 6-6. Marlins and Phillies. Uh, Royals beat the Athletics 5-4. And Giants get the better of the Rangers 11-5. We'll... Take a quick glance and see if we can give you an update from that Reds and Diamondbacks game. Luke Maley was at the dish, and it looks like a pitching change. Dakota Chalmers will come into the game as uh, Reds threatening Diamondbacks 4-3, and three, Reds 4-1 and one in uh, the See uh, in the uh, spring training thus far. So now we look at the men's college basketball. We'll run down scores from yesterday. As uh, St. Mary's only three ranked game, St. Mary's number 17 beat Pepperdine 83 to 57. 
Number 19, Washington State beat USC 75-72. And Gonzaga got the job done against San Francisco 86-68, a 51-point second half for Gonzaga, notably 51 in the first half for St. Mary's, who piled drove Pepperdine 51-28 uh, that game uh, there. And then matchups today on Friday, top 25 games, Utah State Air Force, uh, Utah State number 22, number 21, Dayton takes on Loyola of Chicago. And then peeking ahead to your Saturday slate, should be some good matchups as we uh, get ready for Saturday uh, the matchups include number 16, make that number 18, South Carolina against number 24, Florida. Number 7, Kansas. Number 15, Baylor. Number 13, Illinois takes on Wisconsin. Number 16, Kentucky takes on Arkansas. Number 6, Arizona takes on Oregon. Number 5, Marquette takes on number 12, Creighton. Number 6, Iowa State takes on UCF. Iowa State traveling all the way down to Orlando. Other matchups in the top 25. Number 9, North Carolina takes on North Carolina State. Number 19, Washington State takes on UCLA. Number 10, Duke takes on Virginia. Number 25, South Florida takes on Charlotte. Number 11, Auburn takes on Mississippi State and other games, late-ish games at 7 o'clock. Number 1, Houston, Oklahoma, they battle. Number 2, Purdue takes on Michigan State. Number 4, Tennessee takes on number 14, Alabama. And could be a big one as number 17, St. Mary's, takes on number 23, Gonzaga. Bulldogs, 23-6. and six have lost a couple conference games, including to St. Mary's earlier this year. Uh, So you know that's going to be one they have circled as it's uh, lost uh, Santa Clara beat them in conference play as well. So that's their uh, matchup there. Big one as uh, the regular season really starts to wind down for uh, the regular season there. Women's college basketball, the biggest announcement in the last week. Caitlin Clark, the Iowa superstar, is declaring for the WNBA. For me personally, it wasn't a surprise. I think it did surprise some people, but, you know, it just kind of feels like the right time for her. Uh, Looking at some of the games that were played today, James Madison beat Old Dominion 70-58. Raging Cajuns won in overtime against Southern Miss 58-57. Uh, other matchups, Delaware fell to Campbell, 66-65. And then looking ahead to the Saturday slate of games. Uh, Saturday slate of games includes a monster one in Iowa City, Carver Hawkeye Arena, tickets for the gamers low as $322. Number two, Ohio State takes on number six, Iowa. And this one is monstrous for both sides. Iowa kind of flirting with a two, three seed going into the tournament. If you can get Ohio State, you start feeling better. I mean, Iowa really hasn't had a bad loss outside of Nebraska. 
Uh, you know, you look at their ranking there. They lost to Ohio State at Ohio State. They lost to Indiana at Indiana. Uh, Kansas State, who wasn't ranked at the time but is now, is their other loss. So outside of Nebraska, not really any terrible losses on the slate. A team that's 25-4. and four. And uh, their slate ramps up against Ohio State, so that'll be a big matchup there. As uh, you look at other matchups for the Saturday slate of games, man, it's going to be impossible to top that one as uh, number two versus number six. But elsewhere, number one, South Carolina's got Tennessee. Number 21, Baylor has Oklahoma State. Number nine, LSU takes on Kentucky. Number 12, uh, 12, North Carolina State takes on Wake Forest. Number 17, Notre Dame takes on Louisville. And uh, glancing through the rest of of the slate, Creighton, number 23, is at Seton Hall. Number 14, Maryland, or number 14, Indiana, takes on Maryland. And uh, nightcap games, number five, Virginia Tech is at Virginia. And Nebraska is at Indiana. Those are the games of note for this one. So here we go. It is uh, getting down to that crunch time. Tournaments, uh, conference tournaments coming up. Spring training baseball underway. Playoff hockey. Uh, we've got a month or so to go, but uh, playoff races at least going to be coming down to uh, the wire. Should be a whole lot of fun as uh, we go through this one. Remember to give us a follow on Facebook. Like us on uh, Twitter at The Covert Show. Give us an email at Gmail. Uh, that is thecovertshow at gmail.com. And you can also check us out on Instagram, The Covert Show. Hope everybody enjoyed listening. This will do it for The Covert Show. I've been JC, and you have been listening to... Uh, Episode number 83 of The Covert Show.